0: got to do. Let's get into the show. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm really excited about today's guest, Christine Michaelis. She's a marketing and creative startup coach. She's an entrepreneur and she's based out of Italy. thank her for the time difference and it's going to be a fantastic conversation about marketing, entrepreneurship, and health and well-being in today's time. So, Christine, welcome.
1: Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm in Italy. It's very (laughs) hot here at the moment. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, same here. I think it's the whole climate change, global warming. Yeah. um, Tell the audience about your background, your story, how you got started, and um, we'll jump right into Mm -hmm. it.
1: Yes, of course. So I'm Christine, like you said. Originally, I'm uh, from Germany, actually. So I'm German. I lived in the UK for a long time, longer than I wanted, actually, about 10 years uh, before I moved to Sweden and then moved to Italy for all kinds of reasons that I can outline later, but um, mainly for business and Italy, actually, for love in the end. So Uh that's nice. And my background is marketing and advertising. I've done that more than a decade before I thought, "Mm, it's not what I want to do for the rest of my life anymore. Somehow I became an entrepreneur. (laughs) I always call myself an accidental entrepreneur because I never wanted to have my own business but I did coaching training, neurolinguistic programming and I started working with entrepreneurs and uh, small businesses, startups in that region and I absolutely loved it and I was like yes I'm going to continue with that. So 11 years into the journey (laughs) of my entrepreneurial journey I'm working um, with entrepreneurs and support them with three pillars. So one is the starting out bit, one is the marketing bit and one is the health and well-being because I think a lot of times Sometimes entrepreneurs miss that work-life balance that they should have because they love so much what they do and it's a never-ending work and you don't just switch off at 5 o'clock but you should um, and that's what I've done and uh, I had to learn a bit the hard way to have really strict uh, deadlines for myself and also separate my business life from my personal life.
0: Yeah I love that and uh, yeah for the longest time I tried to avoid calling myself an entrepreneur because it just you know you always think of entrepreneurs as kind of you you know there's this now it's more mainstream but in the past it was kind of you know kind of a bit sketchy you know but uh um so yeah and also
1: always the hassle always hassling and we're in the hassle mode and we need to do this and that and it's not like that
0: yeah 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 selling and kind of just pushing and very pushy you know yeah, so <laughs>
1: exactly exactly no no we can be zenpreneurs
0: yeah we oh i love
1: be that balance yes uh that's gonna be coming out soon as well
0: <laughs> yeah zenpreneur yeah i love that so um so one thing is talking about is um you talking about this um what i love about yours is you have this health and well-being component because a lot mm. of entrepreneurs are just you know, money focus or success, you know, kind of Instagram, all that. But you have the mm-hmm. happiness formula, health and well being, kind of I talk do. about that.
1: Yes, I do, uh, develop, I did develop the happiness formula and exactly for those reasons we just mentioned. And just to keep the long story short, why I actually wrote this and why I came up with that is, um, that a few years back, I had a really difficult time. Let's say I, I did work too much. There were health issues in my family and, um, I have four, More than 20 years now, I have tinnitus in my ear. So everyone that doesn't know what that is, it's that constant noise in your ears, ringing or any other noise, really. And I went back to the doctors thinking maybe 20 years on, there's some new things. And the doctor took a scan of my head just to make sure everything's okay with my ears and said, oh, good news. Uh, Everything's okay with your ears, but you have a brain tumor. And I was Mm. like, what? (laughs) And, oh. and basically, um, I, I keep that story uh, short because we also want to talk about other things, but that's basically how it came about in three months into lots of new scans and te- blood tests and everything they said, oh, it's not a brain tumor. So it was just a stupid doctor that didn't know how to deliver um, a message saying, for example, there's something unusual we should look into it no said mm. uh, you have a brain tumor and I was thinking I'm dying um but all of this, made me one of the happiest and luckiest people in life, I think, because it wasn't a brain tumor. So I'm very grateful for that. And it shook up my life and made me reprioritize life actually, and not just the work. And that's how my search for happiness started really. And I took some years to look into research and to read books and became a um, certified happiness facilitator and did online courses at Yale University for well-being and all of that. And I put that all together in a book, The Happiness Formula, and came up with this formula to help other people on their search of happiness. And I know there's a lot out there, but what I found is also it's not so much practical things out there. It's all the theory and the knowledge. But I always say knowing is not enough. You actually have to do things. So if you want to change things in your life, you have to take certain steps and do things and that's how I came up with this um, formula which uses an acronym SMILE um, because I think SMILE is contagious and it's a joyful and happy thing to do and that's why I created the acronym SMILE to define the happiness formula. So that's just like the big introduction of how I actually came up with that.
0: (laughs) Yeah it's uh, you know um, thank goodness you're you know it's uh, you know health and well-being and uh, you know it's it's always something for, uh, you know, a shock or a scare to kind of wait, you know, uh, and then get you people to appreciate. So, yeah, that's, you know, and I love that. And basically, entrepreneurship is about creating a lifestyle for you and for providing value. Um, you know, a lot of people think it's, you know, to take a company public or, you know, these kind of mm. external things. One thing is talking about is also this idea of um, you talk about, you have quite a, you actually have quite extensive and a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with getting everything done. And you wrote a book, which I'm going to check out a little bit later, The Productivity F- Formula. What well, What is that?
1: Yes, <laughs> I do also develop, the, like you can see, I love formulas. I <laughs> love step-by-step things and I love acronyms to use them every person that knows me worked with me or even friends and family, they always say you are the most productive person that I know. And how do you get everything done? And you stop working at five. How do you actually sleep and all these things? So I never wanted to write a book or something about productivity because there's so many things out there and there's so many good things out there as well. But again, very practical. I always have this practical approach. Okay, here's the things that you can do. So this is when I came up with a productivity formula, which uses another acronym, which is output um, that guides people step by step through basically observing themselves, understanding who they are, and how they actually work. Because I think it's really important to know first how you work, before you can actually change something or improve something. So if you want to get more productive, you need to know why you're not as productive as you can be. And this would be basically the first part. Then I also think we need to understand what motivates us. So that would be the you and output, unbox your motivation. So you need to know what's actually motivating me in life, what's motivating me for a specific task, and not just in general what the outcome will be, but the language that you're using as well so that you can actually influence yourself to motivate yourself and put things into place to be motivated and then we look into um, distractions so what's distracting you tackling your distractions because that's different for everyone but there's a lot out there we all know a lot of social media is made to keep you hooked and even if you think oh I'm just going to check for a moment three hours later and lots of kitten and turtle videos later you (laughs) procrastinated work actually so that's another thing and then we look into having the right mindset programming your mind of um, being really set up for productivity for actually being productive and then looking into tools that are out there because there's so many tools out there that you can use Um, and that's technology but there's also uh, offline tools let's say that you can use and then the last bit in that productivity formula is all about to be continued so how do you stay productive and not just have this one okay i've did that now and now i'm productive for one day and then it goes down again so that's the productivity formula
0: yeah i love that and um so the other question is you talk about um these uh talking giving entrepreneurs a structure for those that struggle with their marketing and don't have a lot of money Mm. to
1: spend so i exactly because i obviously we don't have so much money to spend as entrepreneurs when you start out Uh, i mean we're not talking about these startups that you also mentioned that want to have their um, company go public and then maybe sell their company or anything like that it's about Use, making use of your time in the most productive way and focusing on low and no cost marketing ideas that people can use. And also there, of course, guess what? There's a formula <laughs> for that. So I developed the marketing formula, but basically I focus on the low and no cost marketing ideas to help people um, through that where, first of all, you need to look at the basics about your business, about your ideal client. So who do you want to sell to? Because if you try to sell to everyone, there's no point um, because no one will feel that you're talking to them. Then we also uh, your mission statements, um, all the single task involved. And then um, it's about creating a marketing plan, because I think it's really important to have a strategy and a plan in place. Um, so that you can calculate how much time and money do you actually throughout the year to be able to calculate that in.
0: Yeah. And what are some, I know you don't have to give away the the secret sauce, but like kind of a real high level, low and, and no cost marketing ideas for entrepreneurs.
1: Yes. Yes, of course. Sure. So I think if you would ask me the one thing an entrepreneur needs to do, it would be networking for me. So, <laughs> Networking is one of the main things no entrepreneur, no matter what you do, can do without because there's so many good reasons for that benefit. You build your network. You might find partners that you want to collaborate with on some projects. Of course, you might find some clients. Um, you might find suppliers actually, and you uh, also find a shoulder to cry on because it can be a very lonely and a very difficult journey and As an entrepreneur, no matter what industry they're in, we go all through similar challenges. So you also get some solutions to some problems that you might have. So I think that's the number one thing everyone needs to do. We can obviously talk about social media is another thing, but also there, you don't have to go on all social media to try to do it all at once, because that's what a lot of people try to do. Oh, I schedule this on Instagram and then I schedule the same thing on LinkedIn. Also, there you need strategies and you need to focus on the one that is really, um, that you're comfortable with using and also that, um, where your ideal clients are. And then, um, you master that. And by mastering, I don't mean you have to have 10,000 followers and things like that, but you feel comfortable with it. It makes it's a habit and you're easy to fill in, um, some, some content there as well. Um, one thing I think, That's also really important is um, collaborations and partnerships. So when you find through networking, for example, some potential partners, then you can create programs together. So I created, for example, a lot of, how do you say, life trainings with other people together. And you tap into the other person's network and the other person into your network. So it's a combined power, really. And I think that's really important. And that's why I say networking is so important. And then maybe one thing that a lot of people don't do is referral schemes or affiliate links or something like that, that multiply what you're doing, because then other people will do the work for you to get you new clients, depending on what you're doing. So these would be like the high-level top things that you would need to do, but there's so many more um, that people can do, really.
0: Yeah, for the for the entrepreneur, you know, a lot of them are just starting their. Some of them have taken the leap, or and then so, um, what's your advice for someone just starting their entrepreneurial journey, and how can you encourage them when they've experienced failures and setbacks, and you know, yeah, you the, you know, give up on ideas before.
1: Yes. So the first thing is you need to, and most entrepreneurs have that actually, but you need to have this flexible mindset. Okay, you need to be flexible because the market is changing constantly. There's things that you will not be able to influence and there's things that influence your business that you don't have control over. I mean, if we look at the pandemic, There's so many things that happen and everyone had to change their business around and uh, see how things work. Um, So that's just one example that recently obviously happened. There are things in your control and you should always listen to what's happening in the market, listen to feedback and be flexible around what happens. A lot of times entrepreneurs are so in love with their idea and their business that they think, no, no, it's like that. And I do not want to change that. (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be like this, no matter what the feedback is. But if you get feedback that you have to change, yeah, maybe completely the idea or just edit a bit the idea, then make sure you are set up to be able to do that. And also you have the mindset to be able to do that.
0: Yeah, I love that. And lastly, uh, how can a br- entrepreneur bring a- authenticity into all areas of life and business? And how can people... Check you out. You're quite active on social media, follow you, um, (laughs) et cetera.
1: Yes. Um, So the first part about the authenticity is it's one of my core values and I think it's so important. The main thing is, of course, knowing, first of all, who you are and what you stand for before you can actually be authentic. You need to know what that means to you. And there's some work that needs to be done for that kind of things. And we all know that we speak different and react a bit different. When we talk to friends, when we talk to our partner, when we talk to clients, when we talk to suppliers, when we talk to a boss at work or something like that, and that is okay. It doesn't mean that you're always that one person. However, you can bring in your personality wherever you are, um, because if you pretend to be someone else, guess what? People will know (laughs) because they will feel something is off and you will also not be happy because you're just pretending to be someone and you can't live up to that standard. So own your weirdness, own Mm -hmm. who who you are, um, and put that into every situation um, that you're in. And where people can find me, I think the best way, so I'm most active on LinkedIn, And if you go to Creatives, you will see at the bottom all my links to my social media. But also, like I said, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, It's always lovely to meet new people. I will probably ask you to have a one-to-one with me, to get to know each other better. Just um, an intro call because I like to have people in my network that I actually know more about and not just an anonymous connection.
0: Yeah, I I love that. I just uh, I I love your... Views because you know sometimes on social media you know you reach you you reach you connect and then you know oh we have uh, someone in common and they're like, and they're like oh you know they're like you know it's just kind of in this really very connected world it's you know it's easy to overlook and i love this really substantive like deep connections deep conversations meaningful and looks like you're on uh it looks like you're on linkedin instagram twitter as well as youtube check out that Mm -hmm. check out um your book you've looks like you've written 20 books that's quite a quite a number and um you know that very prolific websites creative startup academy and so all of your resources will be in links and show notes. And yes. thanks so much for coming
1: on. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks everyone for listening and watching.
0: I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful, inspirational, motivational piece. Again, if you, wherever you are listening, if you liked it, be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. And without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week.